Good morning, Mendocino County and beyond. This is Johanna Wildock. You are tuned to Wildock Living, the program about living, working, and having fun sustainably in building community in Mendocino County and beyond. I bring you this program every other Thursday right here on KZYX and Z. It alternates with the Cannabis Hour. Today, we are going to have, oh, and by the way, if you want to get in touch with me, if you have suggestions for programs or feedback on programs or questions or you need uh, some information about any websites and things that might have been mentioned on the program, you can email me. My email address is contact at wildoak.org. That's contact at wildoak.org. I look forward to hearing from you. I like all kinds of feedback. I like especially good feedback. <laughs> so uh, today, before we get into our discussion, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be welcoming and honored to be welcoming back to Wild Oak Living, Madge Strong, who is going to talk to us about a community building effort underway in Willits. And before we go there, however, I would like to just chime in a bit. I know you've heard a lot of people talk about how we just recently had this pledge drive and we had a lot of good feedback from the community and it was a really great pledge drive. At the same time, though, we didn't make our goal. In fact, we are still far from our goal. And if you are a regular listener of KZYX, you probably know we are a community member-supported radio station, and we need your support to keep this 30-plus year experiment going here in Mendocino County and beyond. And if you missed the pledge drive or if maybe you just weren't in a position to donate during the pledge drive, it's never too late. You can just go online to kzyx.org and click on the big red donate button. I'm told that there are even still thank you presents away uh, uh, available for your donation. Or you can call during business hours, call the station directly at 707 895 2324-707-895-2324. I don't know where that other number came from. Anyway, um, so, and, and then when you get, if you, if you get a, a person, you can just ask for the membership department, but if you get a recording, just push the number for the membership department and you will be connected with somebody who can take your donation. Another simple way to donate to KZYX is to simply put a check in an envelope. Yes, some of us do still use checks. Um, and send it to P.O. Box, KZYX, P.O. Box 1, Philo, California, P-H-I-L-O, California, 95466. And we thank you, everyone who's already donated or who is going to be donating in the near future so that we can keep KZYX on the air and keep making all the technical improvements and, um, and everything that we do that I know a lot of people in this community value. All right. That's the end of the public service announcement, and now I'm honored to welcome, hopefully, if I can get every all the levels turned up here, Madge Strong. Welcome, Madge Strong. Welcome back to Wild Oak Living. Thanks for joining us this morning. Oops. Uh, I got to push one more button. Okay. Oh. Try again. <laughs> oh, I said thank you, Johanna. Um, <laughs> please, pleased to be here again uh, on your wonderful show. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much. You are here to talk to us about 
an ongoing project um, in Willits about building community. Before we get into that, however, I know you're a very public figure here in Mendocino County, and a lot of people know you and have been here for a long time. But let's just take a few moments uh, to give a little background ab about yourself and also about your involvement in this project. Okay. Um, well, I'm, I um, am both very involved in local, I guess you'd call it political, because it has to do with policy and, and making our community thrive, um, both in government. I'm on the Willett City Council. I've been there for almost 11 years, I guess, uh, 10 and a half years. And um, and you were a mayor, you're mayor at some point, right? I was, yeah, mm -hmm. I was mayor uh, twice. We're, we're rotating mayorships, so... Um, I've had two two stints as mayor, um, but I've been on the council, which is I mean basically the mayor is just uh, sort of the chair of the of the council. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> so anyway, that's been very interesting um, over the years, and there's a lot going on at the Willett City Council level. <clears throat> I've also been involved with well Willett's economic localization for. Most, if not all, of the 19 years that we've been in existence. Has it been know, 19 years? That is amazing. It actually has, yeah. I still uh, remember the interview we did when you started well here on, gosh, Wild, on Wild Oak Living. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Jason Bradford was kind of the instigator of uh, the original well, which stands for Willits Economic Localization. Um, and um, then there have been. Uh, huge amount of volunteer effort has gone into it over those 19 years and we're um, we're planning this uh, activity we're calling building community which is sort of like going back to the beginning of well and trying to uh, make sure that we're speaking to and involving the whole community so it's not um, a partisan or <clears throat> special interest group it's really we're all in this together, as they have been saying here in Willits. <clears throat> and uh, so anyway, I'll, I'll get to more about that. Um, the building community, let, let me just start by saying, in case somebody has to leave, that we are meeting again as a community uh, group on Sunday, June 18th, starting at 4 p.m. at the Willits Methodist Church. And it's uh, the third in a series of meetings, and we're trying to basically connect the dots, um, things going on in Willits that improve our community and our sustainability and um, communicate with each other. What's going on? There's an awful lot going on. Okay, so anyway, and those are um, two sort of political, local political activities that I've been involved in for a long time. I'm also a musician and um, a chorus leader, and one of the other things I'm really excited about is that Don Willis and I have um, begun a monthly sing-along here in Willits. Um, Don Willis was the director of Emmendal Chorale for many, many years and didn't want the, um, <clears throat> the full-on choral directorship anymore, but instead we were just doing this uh, once-a-month sing-along. And that's really fun. And it's another way to build community because when people sing together, they they get to know each other and they care about what happens to to the community and to each other. So when and um, when and where is that happening in case you just inspired somebody to come? Yeah, it's going to be the, it's always going to be the first Wednesday of each month at five o'clock at the Willits Methodist Church. 
Um, <clears throat> and we've already had two of them, uh, the beginning of May and the beginning of June. And so the next one is July 5th, I think it is. I'll look it up right now. Um, first Wednesdays, <clears throat> yeah, it is July 5th at 5 o'clock. Um, and um, it's also a, no obligation, no intensive rehearsal, anything. It's just get together and sing. And, and people can bring their favorite song that we can all sing along on and that sort of thing. No auditions. Anyway, um, Hmm? You don't have to audition to join the chorus. Oh, no, 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 no audition. You don't even have to hold a tune. You, can, <laughs> uh, you know, you don't even have to sing, although we encourage everybody to, to sing along. But uh, it's totally non-threatening. Um, <clears throat> and by the way, um, I do have a women's chorus in Ukiah that meets... Um, normally every Tuesday. Um, over the summer, we're just doing some potlucks and more informal, but starting in September, every Tuesday at about 6 o'clock. Thursday, I think, right? It oh, yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to change to Thursday. That's right. Uh, <clears throat> and that, that is a chorus where we learn parts and, and sing and um, try to and have lots of fun, as I can attest, since I'm a member of that chorus. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. show up so, all the time, but when I do show up, I have lots of fun <clears throat> and, and community. Yeah, anybody with who loves to sing is welcome for both of those, uh, for for the Ukiah Women's Chorus, because you have to be a woman. But other than that, there's absolutely no qualifications, um, and all are welcome. If anyone want to have information about either of those, you're welcome to email me at mstrong at willitsonline.com um, so yeah um, all right maybe, maybe I should transition over to the uh, to the topic at hand which is this building community um, gathering that we're having yes um, this is I believe our third interview about about this topic second or third I'm, I'm trying to remember um, yeah and and I'm I'm so happy to to follow along what's happening and to give you an opportunity to talk about this because building community is why I do this radio program um, and and have for 20 plus years and so I'm very excited that there's this effort going on in Willits and I'm hoping not only to help get the word out about what's happening in Willits, but I'm also hoping that maybe what you are all doing in Willits would inspire some other communities around Mendocino County to do similar things. And so with that mission in mind, I would love to invite you to talk both a bit about what's been happening so far and what you envision to be happening uh, at the next meeting and going forward. Okay, great. Well, <clears throat> um, so this has been initiated by WELL, Willis Economic Localization, <clears throat> which, as I said, started about 19 years ago. And um, the whole idea of that is to make, at the local level, each community, um, and in our case we're focusing on Willis, but it absolutely applies to every community, to make a, our our local economy as um, vibrant and sustainable as possible because we certainly don't know what's going to happen at the national level or the international level and the more we can be a sustainable <clears throat> viable community the better um, that that includes things like local food and energy conservation water supply emergency preparedness 
health um, and obviously the environment. So all of those things, it's, it's like a big umbrella because there's room for all of those different aspects of how you have a healthy community to, to be included in it. Um, so when we first started, we had a bunch of little breakout committees working on different aspects of, um, of that localization. And that's kind of what we're doing again now because we realized that WELB, as a small nonprofit organization, just is, we're sort of serving as a like a clearinghouse or a, um, a hub of things that are happening by many other groups and individuals. So um, when we, we started having this building community to, to make those connections so that the right hand knows what the left hand's doing and so that we support each other in efforts that benefit everybody, um, we're not competing uh, against each other or or going off in our little corner and just doing our little thing. Um, we we want to know how it all fits together. <clears throat> so that's that's what this whole idea of building community is to make those connections within our within our community and all the different organizations that work basically on you know on, on the big picture. Um, we started that with a um, very informal potluck and kind of brainstorming. And then in February of this year, we had a, a nice big group gathering at the Willits Firehouse, the new building. Um, and then a couple months later, we had a second meeting at the Willits Senior Center. And this is the third uh, sort of larger community group meeting which is the Sunday uh, four o'clock at the Willis Methodist Church. So we're we're envisioning this being an ongoing um, clearinghouse or meeting place for various groups um, and and the and various topic areas that all have to do with the health of our community. So um, with that said. Um, <laughs> This Sunday, what we're, we're going to be doing is meeting. Um, we're going to hear what's already been happening from starting in that meeting in February. Breakout groups got together and uh, have met and have been working on one or, or two or three aspects of, um, of building that community. And, and I feel like I'm saying, using the same words over and over again, but it's... Uh, <laughs> it's sort of in the nature of things, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. But to, to get down to like nitty-gritty, because uh, it's, it's really easy to be abstract about it. But yeah. so some of the groups that have been um, been working include health um, and um, Claudia Benning and, and many others in our community are incredibly strong advocates for not only your own personal health, but how to do that without um, breaking the bank, <laughs> the expense, and also sometimes unnecessary intervention of just having the medical community, the, um, you know, the whatever the <clears throat> standard medicine. So, um, for example, very nitty-gritty thing, um, uh, uh, Sarah Gresky has started a mobile apothecary. So she has a, a van that is set up with all sorts of local um, herbs and, and remedies and advice and information. And that is going to be available for various community gatherings. And it's very low cost, accessible to all 
or self-care, basically. So that's that's going to be one of the reports that will be brought to the, the meeting we have on Sunday, um, how to take care of your of your health um, through the community and at the local level. And another example is um, local food and farms. And that's a very challenging area because of, for many, many reasons, um, Obviously, at the national level, industrial agriculture is has sort of taken over and provides all this cheap and not very nutritious food to people. Um, and so what we would like to have is to build as much as we can local, healthy, you know, organic food that we can count on regardless of whether the trucks keep running in and out of, of Safeway um, and whether the the industrial farms continue to sell us less than nutritious food. Um, it's a wonderful um, effort, and Michael Foley's been leading up that group. Um, and I should mention, by the way, there's also a Farmers Convergence on Tuesday of next week, on the 20th, um, which people are invited to, and that's going to be up at um, the Ridgewood Ranch. Um, so uh, Michael will be reporting about the efforts they're having here in Willits to increase our local food supply. Um, uh, Helen Philandis has been working on a warming center. This last winter was brutal here and everywhere, really, but here in Willits, there were people without shelter who were out in the snow and freezing rain and all that um, with no place to go. Um, so what we are trying to do is plan in advance so that next winter uh, we have a safe place for people to go when um, when they are unsheltered and in this brutal weather that we might be having. Um, and, and there's been some great um, progress on that. So again, that's going to be reported. Uh, another group that's been working on that. Um, we happen to be in the city of Willits. We're working on a new land use element of our general plan. Um, it's been three decades <laughs> since we've updated our, our land use element. Uh, that's another thing that we're going to be reporting on, and it's a perfect time for people who are concerned about our community's um, planning and uh, land uses like you know, residential, commercial, parks, um, services, infrastructure, water supply, all of that to be involved in the city's land use planning effort. And Dusty Dooley is the community development director of the city. He was going to report on that. We're also going to hear a report from Blue Zones, which um, is a whole other organization now. Um, oh, and the Community Foundation is another one um, that are similarly involved in, in some of these local efforts. So I hope that that's a lot of um, a lot of information, but to bring it down to actual um, things that are underway rather than just the abstract idea of building community. We, we're talking nuts and bolts here, we're really trying to do it on the ground. So as a participant or, or as, a, as somebody who, who comes to the meeting on Sunday, you'll be able to hear uh, about what's happening. And then um, are you then um, planning to have breakout sessions for the topics that you've just um, um, enumerated? Is that... Is Hold that, on one second. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, okay. Well, well, 
Madge deals with that. Let me just take a moment to tell you, you are listening to Wild Oak Living. This is Johanna Wild Oak. I bring you this program every other Thursday from 9 until 10 a.m. and have for quite a while now. And uh, it it's all about uh, building community uh, and living sustainably. And that's my mission here. Um, my mission particularly is focused on helping to get the word out about people who are working on solutions to problems. That's really, that's really my interest. My interest is, is, is to highlight and feature solutions and to feature people who are making a difference by working on solutions to, um, because you know, we can spend a lot of time talking about problems or complaining or whining, as I sometimes call it. <laughs> I'm particularly allergic to whining. Um, but, <laughs> but um, in my opinion, although this is slowly changing, um, there isn't enough focus on, on, on the good stuff, all the good stuff, the amazing good stuff that's happening in our community and the amazing, uh, large numbers of people who are who are doing things large or small you know short term or long term to make a real difference in our community and that's what wild oak living is all about and that's why i'm honored to have match talk about this building community effort and i invite everyone who is working on something you know that you need you might need help with or you might need to help get the word out or you're looking for allies or you're looking for supporters contact me Tell me about it, you know, and, and we will, we will find a way to get the word out about that. Um, the, as I said in the beginning of the program, and one easy way to get in touch with me is contact at wildoak.org. That's my email, contact at wildoak.org. Um, you know, tell me about if, even if you're not involved with the group, if you think there's this group that's really doing good work, tell me about it so that I can follow up and check into it and, and see if that's something we want to feature on the program. All right, so let's get back to Matt. Uh, so you talked about uh, both, I guess the, the question I had as a sort of a follow-up to the presentation is, um, so you're going to be hearing reports at this meeting on Sunday about what's been happening so far in the groups that are working on. Is it is it pretty much sort of, you've now arrived at a point where you've pretty much outlined the various efforts that you're working on, or is there still an opportunity for people to bring new ideas and new projects and things and sort of talk a bit about that good good question um so yeah we we did have breakout groups at the previous meeting and the uh idea has been that each of those groups if they have a project that they've identified things that need to get done to improve our community that they meet as a as a small group and figure out what the next steps are um, what the projects are and so forth so that has been happening um, with some of the topic groups and not all of them are are up and running but some of them are and so that we're gonna um, we decided that takes a long time to to do it as a big group and then break out into the small groups and we just uh, we want to keep this crisp and short so that people um, don't have to dedicate their entire evening to this. It's going to be from 4 to 5.30. So mostly we're going to hear from the groups that have been active what they've already accomplished, what they're working on right now, and what their next projects might be. And the idea will be to sign up other people who want to get on board. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you have been wanting or aware that a warming center is a really an important thing 
to bring to Willits that you can contact that person, you can get involved, they're looking for, to get grant funding, and how to how to structure that so that it actually is ready um, next next winter. Um, same thing with food and farming, um, how, to, how to make progress on improving our access to local healthy food, um, and, and so forth, health food, um, health, health efforts. Um, we also have um, an effort to build a local enterprise. You know, our, our businesses need all the help they can get. How do you get people to shop local and how do we build those connections? So anyway, um, at, at the end, this particular meeting, we're not going to have breakout groups, but we're going to hear what's in the works and then people can sign up to get into those different topic areas and help make them happen. Um, and there will be opportunities to add if if there's a, just like you were saying, Johanna, if, if people say, gosh, we really need a, a group that identifies, you know, some, I don't know what, um, something youth that isn't acti- on our Youth list. activities, for example, or, right? Well, exactly. Okay. Yeah. There, was, there was a breakout group for youth activities. Uh, it's kind of... Um, been put on the back shelf on the, on the back burner but um but that's and also senior activities mm-hmm. and and youth by the way has just a couple of different facets um there's youngish you know younger school age kids there's um high school and college age kids how do we make a good um environment and a way for them to plug in to to our community right now that that's a group that ha- needs some Fresh energy and, and leadership. So I would, those I would are, love to see. I would love to see uh, a group that connects senior activities with youth activities, mm, and and yeah. and bridges. You know, bridges. You know that. Yeah, I guess I would would call it a gap. I mean, in some families, you know, people, young people are still living with people of many different generations, but a lot of families. Kids don't have access to older people anymore, either because they're not around or because they live in a different part of the country or whatever, you know. And 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 likewise, right? A lot of older people are lonely and don't have contact to the young ones anymore. So, yeah. If, if another, I had if I had several yeah. more lives to live, that's what I would be working on. Go yeah, it, it was also pointed out to me that if you were brand new to the community, if somebody moves into to Willits with kids, um, there's no real um, information out there like what is available Mm -hmm. Uh, there are some things available there's a boys and girls club and there's soccer teams and there's all these things going on but there's no um, clearinghouse of information so you know a group could put together a little um, guide to how can families find resources here in in Willits Um, same thing with seniors because the senior center is a, a great clearinghouse for that but, a, connection, um, a connection guide. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Oh, and by the way, that, that brings me another topic is that we have not had a calendar central point. Um, so um, I know that the Chamber of Commerce is kind of revitalizing right now with new some new leadership, and they want to do that and to be 
a, a place where you can go to say we we have an event coming up on this date and then then you can find out if you're conflicting with two or three other things that you don't want to conflict with um we just had a problem with that ourselves um on planning this event um for the 18th which happens to be father's day and and we didn't want to have it on father's day but that's what we ended up with um, in, in order to avoid a conflict so, um, or, or a different conflict. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the, the Chamber of Commerce is kind of um, undergoing some revitalization that can help our local uh, business community. So, um, that that's the idea. This is going to be not only a report on what has been going on and what might be added to our plate um, so that we can sort of, you know, step by step, keep making progress um, in a in a real world way for our community there's basically an infinite amount of stuff that could be happening and we just can only do that which um, we have some volunteers and and or organizational support to do so i have a couple more questions um, but i want to take a moment and to let everyone know you are listening to kzyx and z mendezino county public broadcasting listener supported community radio this is Johanna Wildock, and this is Wild Oak Living. This program comes to you every other Thursday from 9 to 10 a.m., and it's all about living sustainably and building community. Today, my guest is Match Strong, who is uh, wears many hats, but one of the hats that she wears is she's on the Willits uh, City Council, and she's a chorus leader, and she's also um, involved in this effort in Willits Building Community, and they have a meeting coming up. Madge, you can reiterate the details of the meeting in a moment uh, on on Sunday and we are hearing from Madge an update about what the group's been working on so far and where they're going in the future. And I just want to reiterate my public affairs announcement from the beginning of the program. We, uh, Casey Wax and Z is still looking for contributions to the pledge drive we just finished. We fell short of our goal and we really would love to hear from you uh, and and have, have you participate in this great radio experiment by donating to KZYX and Z. Uh, and, the, and the easiest way to do that, and you don't even have to turn off your radio while you do that, is to go to kzyx.org and just click on that big red donate button. Um, there you'll have an opportunity to make a donation. You'll also be able to make some comments about what programs you like and what programs you don't like. Uh, and we thank you in advance for, uh, for, for your donation and for your participation and your membership in this member supported community radio station. Madge, you mentioned the, um, oh, and by the way, I also want to tell people that uh, Madge and I are planning to open up the phone lines in a few minutes to invite your participation. Uh, I would particularly love to hear from people, you know, if you have some ideas, what does building community mean to you? What are some things that you'd like to see that aren't happening? Or do you have any suggestions along those lines? Or you know, are you doing something similar in some other Mendocino County community and we just don't know about it yet? So tell us about it. And so in a few minutes, we'll open up the phone line. So if you want to note down the phone number right now, 707-895-2448. The question I have, you mentioned, Madge, the Chamber of Commerce. Um, and so I just want to, you know, um, sort of um, pose the question, you know, this is, this is, you, you, you mentioned the word political. So of course it's political in the sense that, you know, it's about making policy for how people live. But it sounds to me like it's primarily focused on, on, uh, 
concrete things, um, you know, that, 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 that influence people's lives and not so much, you know, left versus right and liberals versus conservative kind of thing. I just want to want you to address that a bit because I, I, you know, it, it seems to me like it's a very inclusive effort. And I just wonder if you can talk about that a bit. Oh, great. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, yeah, I think almost everything, and this includes what I find on city council, almost everything we deal with at the local level is nonpartisan. Uh, it doesn't matter what party you belong to or what your political views are about how the country should be run. It really comes down to how you live in your little local community and, you know, um, and just getting to know each other, especially across the perceived political divide, is part of what is going to make us um, survivable when, you know, when crisis happens. Um, and we know that that does happen, you know, with the fires, um, drought, all of these things. We need to know our neighbors. We need to know what's available at our community level. And it really doesn't matter um, who you voted for. Um, it, you know, it, it does make a difference in the grand, in the, in the big picture. But um, I think local politics really is local. And, <clears throat> and almost everything um, that Well and the city of Willits uh, works on and, and a larger community, you know, Brook Trail is the same thing. Um, and people that don't live in the city limits are still all part of the, the same community. Um, so we are really trying to make those connections with this building community to, to cross those perceived um, um, walls between us, which are really not, you know, not as important as getting along with our neighbors. Um, by the way, the chamber, the Willits Chamber of Commerce, and I think most of the other ones in our county are not part of the National Chamber of Commerce. Hmm. They have the same the same name, but they're not part of the monolithic um, nationwide chamber. Which, by the way, is quite conservative and supports all sorts of things that I don't that I don't agree with. But our local chamber of commerce is very locally um, supportive of our business community and it's it's a great uh, organization. So um, then you know Rotary and um, Seroptimus and uh, Future Farmers and all of these other Lions groups. Club. Uh, Lions Club, yeah. Um, there there's a lot of and um, the Grange. Mm-hmm. Um, each have little, uh, you know, their their area of focus and their contributions. Um, I mean, um, Rotary Club, for example, gives wonderful scholarship support to our younger uh, folks and um, supports donates money to all sorts of wonderful good causes. So we we when I say we right now, I'm talking about well the well it's economic localization. We really want to make sure that we're not. Um, dividing up and, and you know, um, see, perceiving walls between us that don't exist. Um, so thank you for that question. <clears throat> uh, I also happen to have uh, the new uh, director of the Chamber of Commerce here in Willits is also now a member of the Ukiah Willits, um, the Ukiah Inland Valley Chorus. So we've become friends on a personal level as well. So. Oh, great. A small world. Yeah. 
you know, um, when you mentioned the chorus before, just just to intersperse that, I just, you know, I just felt um, motivated to say that, you know, speaking of building bridges and speaking of crossing divides, you know, something like a chorus or some other uh, group, th- recurring group activity like that is a wonderful way of of building like a social a social network and and to get social support and to hang out with like-minded people who may not necessarily share all your politics but they share your love of music and they share your love of singing and they share your love of community and uh to me that has become a very very valuable part of my life like i said you know i don't always show up because there's many other things happening in my life but when i do or when we when we sing on zoom which we've started to do during the pandemic and which we still do sometimes it's just really really wonderful to see all those other smiling faces uh, on a regular basis it's a really great activity yeah so So, uh, before we go to calls Madge I just want to give you an opportunity to talk about anything I haven't asked you about that you would like to share with us or any questions that I haven't thought of thought to ask um Okay, well, I guess I do want to say another part of um, the meeting on this Sunday, the 18th. Um, by the way, once again, it's the four, 4 o'clock on Sunday, the 18th at the Willits Methodist Church. Um, we're also going to touch on what the next steps as a as a community group are. Uh, so there's going to be the topic groups that work on things like housing and health and local farms and um, business support, land use planning, all of those things. But we're also going to plan, I believe we are pretty definite, to have a sort of community potluck picnic on uh, Sunday, July 23rd. And that will be at Rec Grove here in Willits. Um, so there will be people helping to plan that event. And then if we're lucky, we're going to try to revitalize the um, harvest celebration that used to happen pre-pandemic. We almost always had some kind of major event uh, towards the end of September um, to to celebrate the local harvest and have a lot of local food and brick bread together. So those are the kinds of things that, um, that we hope to kind of Get the keep the balls rolling here in Willits on um, community events that build our community and that improve our health and our our local economy. Um, I I guess I would um, with that. Oh, I, I wanted to also one one more plug on the city's land use plan because it really if if you live in the city limits or nearby, um, this affects you. Where will new housing go? Where are parks? Where? How are we going to supply services such as water and police and um, all of that to our community and to keep that that healthy? Um, so there will be a report this Sunday on that subject. But next Wednesday, the city council has a special workshop session on the land use plan. Um, and so if people are interested in in commenting and getting the details of what's being done on that subject. It is um, June 21st, Wednesday at 6.30, I think it's 6.30, at City Hall. Um, This is, you know, as I said, the the current, the existing land use element of our general plan is 30 years old. So we're, we're kind of starting from scratch here to 
plan where and what we want to happen in the future in our community. And that's an important process that affects pretty much everybody who lives in or near Willits, right? Absolutely, yeah. Um, At some point we may, you know, housing has been a major challenge here in in Willits. We don't have enough housing for for the whole spectrum, but especially lower and moderate income housing. And how to how to maintain the housing stock that we do have. So these are these are really you know critical questions about our local community. So I encourage people to uh, find out about that by coming on Sunday and or by coming on the following Wednesday um, and a week from yesterday at City Hall. So um, yeah, why don't we open it up if there's any uh, questions or uh, suggestions from your listeners. We'd love to, yeah. to hear from them. We would, we would love to hear from you. <clears throat> the number to call is 895-707-895-2448. Oh, and I, I need to push a button here so that we can actually get phone calls. Yeah, actually, while you're doing that, I realize there's one other aspect of our Sunday, uh, this Sunday the 18th, um, I forgot to mention. It's very close to the summer solstice. We are going to have a little celebration or ceremony to welcome the summer, and that's going to be towards the end, like about 5.30, after we've talked about all these topic areas that people can get involved in. Um, We're going to walk the labyrinth. And at the end of that, we might have another community song um, to just welcome the summer. Um, Where's really the labyrinth? Close. That's I'm curious. Well, there's a labyrinth right there at the Willits Methodist Church, right in the front garden area. Um, I I hope <laughs> I I have other people working on how that's going to work, how that's going to be done. Mm-hmm. But it is sort of a traditional way to, um, you know, to uh, kind of a ceremony to acknowledge the seasons and uh, it's a small labyrinth so people are going to have to walk single file around the, the little maze of uh, pathways and um, and then at the very end of that maybe we'll have a song that everybody can sing together. And we do <coughs> have phone calls so in okay. fact we have multiple phone calls so let's go to our first phone call. Hello caller you're live on Wild Oak Living. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Hello, caller. You're live on Wild Oak Living. Uh, good morning. Thank you for this conversation. I was thinking about several things while Madge was um, sharing her um, stories and views. Uh, one of the things I'm concerned about is... Uh, all these wonderful organizations, Rotary, Seroptimus, etc., um, here on the coast, at least, uh, are not attracting young people. And I know when I came here in the 90s, housing was affordable. Uh, living wage uh, helped meet most needs. And, of course, everything became market-driven, driven, including housing. And we keep trying to solve these problems uh, with, with a mar- market that we don't really control, the private sector, on who owns the land and et cetera. But back to the youth. It's harder for youth, young people, to survive here. Um, and if they leave, many don't come back. And this is not just Mendocino County. This is uh, something that's happening in rural America 
it's hard for the youth to come back. Um, and we're not finding youth in the local organizations that need to move. Some of these wonderful <clears throat> community-based organizations uh, forward and help them survive. So can you speak to that, please? Thank you. Thank you so much for your call. Wow. Um, yeah, she really put her finger on, a, a, I guess, a, it's not a sore spot. It's a, a all of the organizations that I'm aware of, especially the volunteer um, organizations, are wanting to have more young people involved. Most of us are gray-haired older people, and uh, a lot of them retired because then we have a little extra time to devote to things like this. But, boy, I would just uh, totally agree with the caller that we need to um, find ways to include and involve younger people. Um, I, I do think that there are um, young families wanting to move into or and in, in fact moving into Willits. Um, so that housing, um, planning to have enough housing so that people can afford to move here as young families is one of the things. But um, wait, anything you could suggest? I'm open ears. We've got lots of more calls. So let's go to our next caller. Hello, caller. You're live on Wild Dick Living. My life is filled with them. I can hire a local person. Hello, caller. You're live on Wild Dick Living. Hey, Johanna and Madge. This is Randy from Willits. Thank you for being there, and thank you for the conversation. Madge, I did not catch the date uh, or the time for the group meetings. You said 4 to 5.30. Where are they and when? And and also, to, uh, <coughs> let I'll, I'll wait for that answer. There's today, Mendocino Food and Nutrition. I went to the food bank yesterday. And okay. they have a pop-up food in Willits on June the 15th, today, um, mm -hmm. at starting at 2 p.m. It's going to be at 1250 Blosser Lane, which is across the street from the Blosser Elementary School. I think there's the environmental, the, the POMO, uh, Sherwood Valley Environment Center. They're somewhere, they're, they're having a food pop-up where they're going to have free food, no questions asked. You show up, and you can. they're giving away food for hungry people. And I think yeah. that's an excellent, excellent thing to have happening that the Mendocino Food Bank, not Absolutely. that the Woolwich Food Bank is having June 15th today at 2, 2 starting at 2 o'clock. So Great. Thank you, Andy. That's that's wonderful information. Um, yeah, and there are the food bank is a wonderful resource here in Willits. Um and the um, the brown bag lunches that ha also happen Saturdays. Um, so yeah, and to answer your first question, the the meeting that I'm talking about is this Sunday. That's the 18th at four o'clock at the Willits Methodist Church, which okay. is right across the street from the Grange on School yeah. and Pine Streets. If you don't, if you're not okay. familiar with that, yeah. Yeah. so um, that that is our next building community gathering and there will probably be almost for certain another one on july 23rd which will be a kind of potluck picnic at rec grove um we're going to try to have sort of quarterly community gatherings and in between those community gatherings there will be committees working on different aspects so that's okay, well, this Sunday. I'd like to recommend that you put, make sure that that gets put into the Willits Weekly, because a lot of times I hear about these things after the fact, 
And if it weren't for KZYX, KZYX is, our, is my community. Yeah, um, it was in last week's Will It's Weekly, and it is, I'm quite sure it'll be in the one that comes out today as well. Um, thank you so okay. much, Randy, for your call and yeah. for that information. We've got other calls coming uh, okay, in. Okay, thank, thank you. Here. Have a good, have a good afternoon. Too. Bye-bye. Hello, caller. You're live on Well Duck Living. Hi. Um, yeah, talking about housing really rung a bell. Uh, I did the math a couple of weeks ago, and, uh, well, the current rule of thumb is one shouldn't to budget reasonably. One should not spend more than a third of one income on uh, the housing costs. Uh, as I was growing up, I'm an older person, too. As I was growing up, it was uh, the rule of thumb was not more than a quarter. Of exactly. The yeah. But no, we're not even close to what I'm talking about. Okay, someone, an elder, living on a fixed income on Social Security, which is about you know 900, no more than a thousand a month. That would mean they would need a housing cost of very little more than three hundred dollars a month. See, I, we are so far away. And then I also did the math of, like, for a, uh, like the, the cheap, what's considered now would be a cheap rental uh, that you could find in the paper, and it's probably a studio or something small. Um, the cheapest I see anywhere is, like, $1,200 a month. So to have, to get affordable housing, especially a rental, uh, one would need to make well over $30 an hour. Now, this has come to pass over time. You know, like the lobster, you put it in the cold water, and then you turn up the heat. So this has taken a long time to happen. Mm, it's not the purview of what you uh, folks do uh, to... I don't know, it sounds like you want to affect policy on some things, but members of the community uh, uh, that have been, you know, lobstered into homelessness or near homelessness, and there are so many people that are even afraid to speak up. That's why when you said the thing about whining, now, I can get that, but... People, to have community, to have a healthy community, people uh, from children to elders and everyone in between needs to be able to complain when something is wrong. I completely, they, I completely agree with you. And so, I don't know, maybe like workshops mm-hmm. of how to be heard mm-hmm. and responded to. Anyway, there is a lot and a lot and a lot of... Uh, charity compensating for just uh, the meanness, the meanness that is choking out uh, a lot of good, simple folks. I don't know. That's a very important point, and I really appreciate you raising that. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, that is that is an important consideration. And by the way, by whining, I did not mean that you're not supposed to complain about things that are wrong. Of course you are. Uh, but, uh, by whining, I mean people who are always talking only about problems and, and never about solutions. That's that's what I meant. But it was in no way to discourage anybody from speaking up about an, an untenable situation. I quite encourage that. 
Okay. Yeah, do you have some comments, Madge? Uh, well, just, uh, yeah, we're talking about some of the forces that are so much bigger than our local communities that, that we don't have control over. Yeah. Um, so where we do have some co control, uh, that's what I, I try to work on those edges. How mm -hmm. can we um, do the things that are tangible for our uh, for our local level, because I can't solve the fact that, you know, construction costs and um, industrialization and um, these corporate ripoffs and all this stuff is happening at, at the at the higher level, whatever, the, not higher. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I agree. And the one thing that we are doing here in Willis, looking at the housing uh, element of our general plan is policy can sort of help you know to have more uh, multi-unit housing the um, accessory dwelling unit policy that's statewide now uh, is somewhat helpful people can have um, a mother-in-law so-called mother-in-law unit um, things like that and, and um, apartment complexes so that there are some lower cost rental options available which are pretty much lacking right now but um, but it's not gonna it's not gonna reverse what's happening at the national level and um, the concentration of wealth and all of that. We, we just we can work at the edges. Yeah, and and it's not going to be made any better or easier by this new development in the homeowners insurance situation, mm -hmm. which you know could could accelerate and tragically worsen even that situation and in, in yeah. terms of you know if you can't yeah and also re retirement benefits aren't adequate um, yeah. as she's pointing out if you if you're required if you are trying to live on social security boy between groceries and housing costs you're you're getting pretty shafted um we're having more calls, but it is uh, 9.57, so we have to go. <laughs> we have to go in about two minutes. And I, I do want to give uh, Matt, my guest, uh, reiterate that my guest is Matt Strong. We are talking about an effort going on in Willits called Building Community, an ongoing series of meetings and groups getting together to work on various aspects of building community in Willits. Um, and there is another meeting coming up, and that's why we're particularly talking about it today. So, Madge, why don't you reiterate? Iterate that the details of that meeting and any closing remarks you might like to make in the next minute and a half. Okay. Yeah. So the meeting is this Sunday, the 18th, um, four o'clock at the Willis Methodist Church, and it's going to be a report on not only what's already happened but what's going forward uh, on plans to make our community healthier and more resilient. Uh, so things like local food, local health, um, uh, housing. Um, land use planning and uh, so forth. So I think it's going to be a very vibrant um, meeting and ways people can just A, know what's going on and B, get involved if they if they have bandwidth to do that. Uh, and then also celebrating the summer solstice uh, with a labyrinth walk. That's this Sunday, the 18th. Um, also, I just want to put in a plug for WELL, well, it's Economic Localization, we just want to call it WELL, it's easier, um, is that we're sponsoring this and continuing as a nonprofit to serve as a kind of clearinghouse and a, a support to all of the local efforts to improve our community. People can go to WELL um, 95490, so well, 95490.org and join, donate. 
um, our website is hopelessly out of date, but our our joining as a member keeps you informed of things that are going on. We send out um, you know a community calendar for events that are coming up, which include things like the uh, farmers convergence and land use planning. Okay. Thank you so much, Madge. <laughs> I just need a few more seconds to let you know I'll be back in two weeks. My guest is going to be Chuck Collins, a nationally respected expert on income equality who's long been active in the environmental crisis and climate resilient movement. And he's going to be talking about his first novel, Alter to an Erupting Sun. Uh, through the climate crisis and income equality might seem like a mismatch. Collins contends that it is at that intersection that the critical work needs to be done in the coming decades. So tune in for that interview two weeks from today at nine o'clock on Wild Earth Living. And thank you so much, Matt Strong, for joining us this morning. And all the best. Thank you, Johanna. It's been wonderful. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.